folks? Welcome back to another week of Chit Chat About Nothing in Particular. My name is DJ. And my name is Zorbon. I stayed up till 6 in the morning for reasons, and I feel like the laws of space and time are bending around me and my penis. And this is Friends of Microphones, and me and Zorbon are here to tell you that spring is in the air, and it's time <laughs> to get... It's time to get your house in order. It's time to get things done right. It's time to finally do your overdue taxes and, and, and do your laundry for once in six months and, and stop pissing your pants for once in your miserable life. It's springtime. Zorbon will not do two of those things, but I will not reveal which two. Zorbon pees his pants. Now, no, you Zorbon can't prove that. His pants. <laughs> no, you can't prove Zorbon's that. a stupid little pee pants baby. I'm gonna tell the president. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the president you pee in your pants. He's gonna point at you and laugh. You're gonna show up and be like, Mr. President, he said I pee in my pants, and he's gonna be like, Well, do you? Do you, you stupid little boy? <laughs> do you pee in your pants like a dumb little piss boy? Fine, I'll go find a different, better president. Shh, there are no better presidents. Sorry, there's only one, and it is President Zorbon. <laughs> Wait, what? You're the president? No, Zorbon's no, just a very that's... common name. Uh, all of my people have one name. Names aren't really important in my culture. Bit of a hive mind thing, really. I'm about a thousand people. <laughs> Meaning the president also pisses his pants. What a guy! <laughs> and he knew what too. The president guy. was sitting at his at his um, oblong. I don't know, not Oval Office, but uh, a different office. And he was sitting at the desk, and he was like, "Oh man, one of me just pissed their pants. That's dope." And like he like mentally high fived. Yeah, I get it. Man, think, speaking of oblong, wouldn't that be the weirdest way? It's like you get you get a match on Tinder. And it's oh baby, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my oblong schlong, <laughs> this frisky dong, and I'm gonna take you to Mars t- tonight. Sorry, that was Macklemore's Tinder bio with all that good rhyming. <laughs> Who yep, was that? That that's that's actually Macklemore's new album. Uh, drops, oblong schlong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oblong schlong by Macklemore, uh, <laughs> where he fights for weird penis shapes. And, uh, I don't know, maybe gay rights again. <laughs> maybe gay, wait, who knows? Macklemore's got all know. kinds of stuff on his plate. He's a busy guy. I haven't listened to Macklemore in a while. I don't, he's, you know. <laughs> well, what's funny about Macklemore now is he's not, it's not Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. It's literally just Macklemore. I was going to say, maybe, maybe Macklemore was the one who got kicked out. Maybe it's just Ryan Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much Ryan Lewis can get done by himself, really. How would you know? You don't know it's part of the song. You p- point to me on the doll where Ryan Lewis made the song. <laughs> now, now, sir, point to us on the wave file where Ryan Lewis touched it. <laughs> uh, I think it was uh, right here in the middle at the drop and at the end with all the clapping. Yeah, you're right. That was it. And you get $100. Congratulations. And you win the worst game show ever designed. Alex Trebek still hosts it. <laughs> I like the idea that Pharrell walks out and goes, I helped. And then everybody goes, yeah, Pharrell helps on every song. Yeah, we Go get away. it, Pharrell. You're in every studio at all times. You're a hive mind, too. What a dick. <laughs> he's a braggy hive mind. That's the thing I've never liked about Pharrell is that he's always so up in your face about it. Like, yeah, I made music. And it's like, all right, we get it. 
So are you saying there's actually like six different guys named Pharrell? But six. They all look they all look kind of different, but they all wear the same weird hat. No, one so of them. Pay- no, that's the thing, dude. One of them wore that hat, and then the other ones like called the media. They're like, "Hey, Pharrell Seven, what the fuck was that, dude? That was a dumb hat. <laughs> you wore it, and now all of us are expected to be wearing it everywhere we go." And then Pharrell Five's oh, I was, like, oh, uh, I actually, I actually already bought one in in black. Yeah, okay, Pharrell Five, we get it. You'll do anything that Pharrell Seven does. We know you're just a copy, Pharrell. But you uh, idiot. I was just gonna say that that they all wear a hat, so you don't pay too close attention to the fact that there are seven different guys. Seven completely different people that don't look. So, anything com- alike. They don't look anything alike. They're like one's one's Hispanic, one's black. <laughs> One one is actually just Eminem, but, but all the all the, the white people, all the white people are like too afraid to point it out. They're like, Pharrell looks different. He looks a little different than the other. I don't know. If but it's, it's his hat, it's and his I don't hat. know anyone else who wears that hat. <laughs> so how's DJ? Dude, I'm I'm doing honestly pretty good. I um, you know, I I get to walk across the stage and uh, finally make it official that I have a university degree in. Man, that's in like a week, literally a week today. In fact, oh, no, not quite. We're recording at 1.30 in the afternoon. In a week and one hour, I will be starting the ceremony to walk across the stage for my university degree. And I'd like everyone at home to sync their watches in three, two, one. And we are live streaming every minute until your convocation, which is going to suck because you're going to be late. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to be late. I am not going to be able to make that trip out to Chilliwack to celebrate Reese's Convocation as planned. I am not going to get to go to work. That's going to suck. I need money to pay for my regalia to wear across the stage. So at this point, what we're setting me up for is a horrible failure, week of potentially getting fired <laughs> from my job, barely making it to my convocation on time, missing dinner with my parents, and walking across the stage naked because I have no regalia. <laughs> So that'll be something, I guess. Now, hold up. <laughs> now, hold up. <laughs> because when you say that you didn't have the regalia so you would walk across the, st- the stage naked, yeah. that in- that insinuates that you're only not wearing the things that are provided to you, which then insinuates that you are provided special graduation underwear, which I didn't get <laughs> for any graduations I have. Let me be very our- clear, Darren. Anyone who <laughs> sees me on graduation day and sees that robe, look closely. Look really closely. You notice any? Ah, uh, notice the outline of anything? Action. You notice the outline of anything going on underneath that robe? No, you do not, because there's nothing else going on underneath there. Um, smooth like a Ken doll down there, and I have absolutely no clothing on. Oh well, you're you go to music school, so just tell everyone it's one of the Grammys you won. <laughs> just flopping around in there yeah that's that's and in case anybody's curious just to totally review darren's perception of my life um i get special underwear when i graduate from the school that automatically wins me a grammy <laughs> because i go to school in a fictional place in los angeles in a bad television show <laughs> welcome back to grammy you here's your grammy you naked take this well, underwear. That's the thing. There's like best song, best record or whatever, but there's that whole other show where they just give stuff out. I bet Pharrell has like 37 Grammys for best hat. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) what if you could pick one Grammy that isn't a Grammy already, if you could invent one Grammy category that was actually relevant to the music industry, what would it be? Most interesting favorite color. 
that was actually relevant to the music <laughs> industry though. <laughs> I was, I, if we want to get like deep and real, I would say best arrangement of songs on an album, Ooh. which would, would be not the quality of each individual song, but how all of the songs come together to form a whole. Like Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Yes, a song and album that I feel was influential in all of our lives between the ages of 13 and right now I love that band. <laughs> between the And for me, between the ages of 21... Uh, because of the time that Darren and I were in the car and he said, you know, welcome to the Black Parade, the album we all know and love. And I said, I've never heard it. And he went, ah, <laughs> and then just well, started it's... playing me that album nonstop while we were moving my parents out of their house. <laughs> it's like if I were to go, oh, come on. Uh, oh, man, it's September. Wake me up when September ends. And then DJ would go, why September? Why not any month? And I'm like, well, you know, it's a song. And then you go. That's not a song. Like, you know, like one of those situations where you're like, <laughs> I feel like you have missed the what I call the high school experience. I do. Here's the thing is that My Chemical Romance, uh, because of our slight, slight age difference. And by that, I mean, literally mm-hmm. a year, but it impacts it. <laughs> My Chemical Romance for me was a band that people were really into when I was in middle school. And um, let me just sort of paint you a word picture of everything that I was in middle school. Um, shitty is number one thing. So picture me being shitty. I know that's tough because I'm an angel. Um, You've got me as a shitty person. Tack on the fact that I am constantly insisting that classic rock is the only valid genre of music. Oh, no. At 12 years old. That happened to a lot of people. That happened. Okay. uh, uh, Classic Rock's Anonymous. That happened to me, too. (laughs) I, like the first band I ever got into that was not classic rock based that somebody was like I really think you should try listening to this because I think you might enjoy it was Billy Talent my buddy Sam and Brighton got me super into Billy Talent and I remember after I got really into them and they performed at the Junos yeah they're Canadian so that would have made sense and it was like opening the show it's Billy Talent and I was like oh my god mom and dad check it out it's Billy Talent and uh, that was when I found out that not all bands like classic rock bands um, can play their music accurately live and so we watched this live performance of Billy Talent at the Junos and it was just screaming and nonsense and even I was sitting there like oh <laughs> I was like are you do they do they know how Devil in a Midnight Mass goes <laughs> Because like, I could get up there and play Devil in a Midnight Mass for you. This is this is more like De- Devil at an all right all night slumber party. <laughs> the Devil at a pillow fight. Like I don't I don't know about this. Devil sexting out of his parents' basement on the Fourth of July. <laughs> Not for any particular De- reason. De- just... Devil staying up too late, even though he knows he has class and a test tomorrow. <laughs> Devil binging the second season of Daredevil on Netflix, even though he knows he has a paper due at 8 a.m. and it's 7.50. It's not even his Netflix. He's using it from his cousin who actually pays for Netflix. Fucking, fucking Obama's on Netflix. And we went full circle. Isn't that the rule? Don't we just have to stop the podcast whenever we go full circle? Except we didn't talk about Obama on this God podcast. damn it, we talked about it before <laughs> we recorded it. Yeah, this poetic uh, moment is brought to you by nothing because it wasn't poetic. <laughs> this poetic moment, this non-poetic moment is brought to you by DJ Forgot when we hit record today. <laughs> and, and, and you guys aren't missing out on anything. I literally, Darren said, did you hear about the Obamas on Netflix? And I said, no. And he said, well, this happened. And I went, ah. And then we moved on. And then we moved on. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very short conversation. Darren, I have a question for you. All right, all right, shoot. 
Is AMW doing okay? That's a very good question. Here's the reason I ask, because I realized looking back on my notes from the last couple weeks, and it has been a couple weeks because we haven't recorded in a while. Um, I have two separate notes about AMW, and they're both kind of like, hey, what's going on here? And and so... I, Does the Burger family need an intervention? No, <laughs> like- I mean... Okay, hold on. Sidebar, though. There's no way that the Papa and the Mama Burger are still, like, together, right? They're completely different. Okay, I need to, to consult my my notes. Google. But isn't the <laughs> picture for the Mama Burger, like, 30-ish years younger looking than the picture for the Papa Burger? Are you thinking of the Grandpa Burger? Because there's a Grandpa Burger. Mama Burger. Hot, foxy, young. Delicious. Okay. Okay. Papa Burger. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> Did he pass away? <laughs> no, I I don't know if there is a picture for the Papa Burger. Yes, there is. Where is it? Send it to me. Oh, okay. Never mind. I found the I found the family. You found okay, the, you found the pa- Burger family photo, right? Yeah, I found the Burger family. Okay, okay so Papa we're both burger. looking at it. Oh, Papa Burger, hot, foxy, young, delicious. Okay, okay. Never mind. I mean, look at that Papa Burger. He could be like the Rock, but not quite. <laughs> he he could be like the Rock, but. Is it <laughs> okay? Let, let's... I I also find it funny and just slight conspiracy theory. If you go on the Burger Family and you look at just just Google image search the Burger Family A and W, yeah, one of these people has a different chin than the rest. So I'm starting to think that Teen Burger was either adopted or doesn't Whoa. belong in this family. <laughs> Because even the baby has that face. Yeah. So, and the grandpa has that face too. So, I'm I'm feeling like Mama Burger wasn't entirely faithful during this long run. There's an all bear version of the Burger family. Well, you know, when you really come out as gay, you've got to be confident Stop. and really <laughs> just fit into your stereotype. Kind of like I I would be considered a bear. Because I'm I'm masculine and I really have the hair of three four carpets stapled to my body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Okay. But I seriously didn't know that there was an all like the animal bear version of the AW Burger family. I, I think it's like how Power Rangers had like the was it the Dinoverse or whatever. <laughs> I don't it's know. Just like an all- an alternate canon. Why are you looking at me like? I don't know. My up. eyes are very wide, and and I just it's it's just because of the Power Ranger. Yeah, thing Power that you Rangers up. Dino it's, Charge. Okay, I never watched that. I watched it pretty much exclusively Mighty Morphin, and then I uh, cut myself off. Tra- Transformers Beast be- Beast Buds. And who can forget? And who can forget <laughs> that series of How I Met Your Mother that was done with all dolphins? It was. Very quick, witty. The back and forth was excellent. All I the... rated seven out of twelve stars on Amazon and Hulu. <laughs> All the best shows, honestly, have have taken a season or two to really dedicate themselves to having an all animal cast. It doesn't always work out. That's why some people don't like the third Godfather. But you know, I, I appreciate it. A lot of chinchillas in the third Godfather. Wouldn't expect it. Well, it's because they're nocturnal. So yeah. Well, because all the scenes were at night, you couldn't see shit. It was horrible. <laughs> I hated that. Um, I have to talk mm-hmm. about this A&W thing for real, though, because 
I, I Which was one? I was driving by an. A- I have two to okay. talk about. I I, I, okay. was, I was driving by an A and W, and I'm sure it happens a lot of places because there's one problem with old school style like restaurant billboards, which is nobody uses punctuation on those things. Okay, and so you know when you like see the big posts outside that it's like like of a McDonald's where it's like McGriddle now how much money whatever dollar oh, drink yeah, days yeah. are on, and you know that somebody had to get up on a hella tall ladder to like replace the letters individually. It's not an electronic sign; it's like the old school ones. They have to do it letter yeah. by letter. So, A and W, one of the ones in Victoria here, just has a sign, and the sign says, and I have to read it all in one breath because there's no punctuation. Now hiring spicy guacamole is back. <laughs> and so <laughs> I like to think, I'd like to posit that A&W would like to hire attractive people, which is why they're saying now hiring spicy. And also, in I... case you're curious, guacamole's back. <laughs> oh, see, I had spicy guacamole on my resume, you know, just as one of my previous job titles, but I, I, I don't know if they appreciate I, I I knew McDonald's wouldn't appreciate it because their guacamole's not spicy. <laughs> well, so you're saying you're saying they were gonna hire spicy guacamole, and then they also had a message that said, "Is back." <laughs> well, hiring's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the concept! <laughs> oh, the concept of hiring spicy guacamole is back. They're back. Yeah. They they stopped hiring spicy guacamole for a while, but now they're back to it. It's one of those great fast food things, like the stars aligning, the McRib returning to stores, and hiring spicy guacamole is back. <laughs> We're now employing thousands of spoonfuls of spicy guacamole across our restaurants all across Canada and the United States. Is A and W in the U.S.? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think it started in the states. I don't know if that's hundred percent true. Yeah, we could find out later. That was probably not even a way to find out. Russia. Let's just say it was Russia. It was Russia. Know. That's where all the good ones started. McDonald's. I, I Wendy's. Like- I like the idea on the subject of job titles. I like the idea that Subway has like a sandwich artist and, you know, McDonald's has, I don't know, a burger technician. Then you, as you go down the, like go down the line, (laughs) you end up having, having like, I don't know, fajita mechanic or like, (laughs) I like the idea that at A&W, you're just a cousin of the burger family. (laughs) Like as they sign you up, they're like, they're like looking at you. They're like, and you can be the perverted uncle. Congratulations. It's like, oh. I, oh. Ah, <laughs> underachieving. Uh, that just applies to, to the whole mom side of the family because you know they're not faithful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other, okay, here's the other thing about A&W that I was kind of like, guys, what's um, what's going on here? Which is, they had a slogan that was like a plastic sign, like actually made... To say, not just like someone wrote it on a whiteboard, not someone just printed out a poster. Like, there's physical letters on the side of a building that are hung like, like a, a horse. Thing. Like, what am I? Tra- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I can't get to wording for this. It's just like, do you know what I mean? Where it's it's not just like you've got like massive letters on the side of a building that aren't just like painted on there. They're like an actual like. Oh, the like- the like the cards you hook in. No, not that. <laughs> That's what not I'm that. saying. Like. Like poster board for a bad group project. No, like, like way higher quality than that. Though it's this is so miserable. <laughs> anyway, A W has a stupid slogan that says "Good food makes good food," and I hate See, it. 
It's actually a throwback to the billboard you see because when they hire the spicy guacamole, the spicy guacamole <laughs> makes the burgers. Uh, good food it's makes good like food. A... And by that, I mean we force the spicy guacamole to put its friends and family on other burgers and feed them to you. Congratulations, you're a monster. <laughs> For friends, by friends, is friends. <laughs> is friends? <laughs> it's really so going to you... bother me that I don't know what phrasing or words to use to explain the signs that are like on the side of a building that are like physically on there like made of plastic actually carved out of something and not just like if i knew what you were talking about i wouldn't tell you because i just love watching you squirm on a broadcast you know what makes me squirm <clears throat> thanks for a supernatural transition darren you know what makes me squirm? Oh. the other day i was at work oh gross <laughs> here's yeah <laughs> Did you think I said squirt? <laughs> uh, no, maybe I, not. I, I don't know. Maybe sure. Yeah, but like, but I wasn't going to call you on it, but like, maybe I would go back and listen to the recording just to double check. <laughs> well, for the record, what makes me squirm with an M? Oh, that was worse. Oh, you made good. that worse. <laughs> good. Good. Well, I guess there's no going back then. Here's what bothers me. <laughs> does, does it bothers me? Does that, does that work better for you, Darren? Uh, I, I would, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, the other day I was at work and someone I work with was talking about buying meat and he was, we work at a pizza place. And so he goes, yeah, what I really like about working at the pizza place with the really high quality oven is that I can go to the grocery store and I can buy any cut of meat I want. I can bring it back and I can cook it in our really good, like moving pizza oven and it'll cook really evenly throughout, and it's it's really nice. And then I can just make, like, really good quality burgers or, like, uh, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and what I responded with was, so you just go to, like, the deli and you grab meat? And he looked at me confused, and he said, the deli? No, I go to the meat counter. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, the deli. And he goes, no, but whatever. And then he continued the call. He like, he like put his foot down. He was like, he was like, listen, I know you're wrong. And that's why we're not going to keep talking about this. It's the meat counter. No, you're wrong. Meat Santa is real. He comes in my room and he brings me my meat. Okay. Except he doesn't come once a year. He comes every two to three weeks, depending on how much I've eaten my groceries. Dude, it bothered me so much. Like, for the rest of my shift, I was like, God, I just want to go up to him and be like, the deli is where the meat is. It's not called the meat counter, you imbecile. I was so mad. <laughs> okay, on the subject of stuff that bothers me, though, I, this actually falls under another segment that we we do on this show quite often that I like to call. It just doesn't have a consistent name. But this is some weird stuff. And this It's called weird stuff. It's weird stuff. All right. <laughs> It's like we want to do some weird stuff. Like we came up with the branding. I launched. A, I launched a, a Google AdWord campaign. We hired Kim Kardashian on Instagram to put up a post, which we, we couldn't afford. Yeah, we, we couldn't could afford, afford for her to keep it up, so she actually deleted it a point zero two eight seconds after it was posted. But if so. you guys follow Kim K and you're on top of it, then you saw that post. In which case, use the coupon code on there to. Get your own weird... We're not selling anything. <laughs> coupon code... <laughs> coupon code... Oh! For 36% off our love. Good luck spelling that. So, what were you saying? <laughs> Google is smart. 
You know? Is it about Google again? Dude, of course it's about Google. You're like... <laughs> you're like Andy Rooney, but just for Google. Google is supposed to be smart. Oh, I just realized millennials listen to the show. If you don't know who Andy Rooney is, just Google it. You're 24 Continue. years. You're 25 years old, Derek. I watch TV with my dad. Continue. Oh, I guess. Fine. Fine. Okay. I thought Google was smart. Okay. But yeah. the other day, I was telling Google, hey, and all I have to do is press and hold my home button. I get my Google Assistant pops up and it goes, how can I help you? I'm like, wow, so generous offering your assistance to me. Thank you so much. I know you have a lot of other people to help, but you chose me and I appreciate that. And I say, take me to 720 Market Street. Now, Google's smart for some things because, like, for addresses, you don't have to say 720. You don't have to, like, separate your numbers out like that. If you say 720, they know what you mean. They put in 720. And I'm like, that's great. I love how smart Google is. Or so I thought. Because every single time Google reads the street name back to me, it goes, okay, 720 Market Saint. Let's go. And I'm like... (laughs) Saint? Like ST? Like St. John the Baptist? What is wrong with you? Google won't stop calling streets saints. It makes no sense. Well, yeah, you're right. I've got nothing. Yeah, you're just right. I know. It's some weird stuff, hey? We should put you in charge, hey? I think you could fix some stuff. I wouldn't fix much. I would pretty much go to the department that works on Google talking back to you and say, hey, I have one suggestion with this new position I've acquired. How about maybe we get it to pronounce the word street instead of saint? And some guy behind a okay, desk goes, retire. but it's hard. I'm like, do it anyway, Greg. And I hit that dude square in the mouth until he figures it out. Aww. He's working hard. For He's not attention. working hard. It says saint. He's not working hard enough. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Greg wants to feed his family tomorrow night, maybe he should figure this out. (laughs) Wow, you harsh leader. Okay, my my, I have a I have weirdly I have my own Google map mops Google mops new from Google cleanup. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Roomba, but it's like a floating ghost mop that goes around your house. It's like oh, clean, 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 clean. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Um, but. This is this is one of those things where it's like I don't know about where you live in Canada, but where I live in Canada, a lot of the cities have been built into grids, which yeah. um, really annoyingly know-it-all people have been telling me is better for a long time. But uh, here's why they're wrong and stupid. Okay, so <laughs> so the issue is is that people don't know where they're going anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. And I work at job sites, so when my boss gives me an address but he forgets to put what city it's in. I could have the same address in five different cities because nobody bothered to check whether or not the same exact numbers have been used before because oh, they go, no. oh, but there's the city and it's, why don't you build for Google maps people? Why not have you have the new rule system? You can only use street names and 40 a street has to be right next to 40 street or better idea real street names and you can never use the same one twice and then because nobody actually knows where they're going when i tell my phone take me to barney it will take me to barney road it won't take me to barney connecticut the city (laughs) yeah and like there's a couple times where i'll leave i'll leave my i'll leave my job i'll have the pizzas i'll put them in the bag 
and I'll go, okay, Google, take me to this street. And it goes, oh, yo, I just did the math, and if you want to drive there, it's going to take 59 hours. And I'm like, I'm not driving to PEI, you dinkus. And it's like, oh, you didn't want to take that pizza to PEI? Weird. And people have the audacity. And if you're hearing this and you've ever know-it-all-ly turned to your friend and said that the, the grid system for cities is a good idea because you can tell where you are based on hearing what the numbers are you're wrong and dumb because i there i city i live in there are multiple streets that going from one end of the street to the other end of the street is a 35 minute drive yeah that's two cities there's this this whole system is dumb and that also requires you know where the cross street is to know where you are actually so Literally, you just have to know where you are. Instead of names, though, you have to know all the numbers, which is harder. <laughs> I'm right. I'm Darren. This has been Darren is the curmudgeon now. I'm old <laughs> and tired of all of your shit. I used 720 Market Street as an example because I want to sort of reenact for you the interaction that I had with Google more than one time, by the way. I tried it multiple times. And I, like, closed Google Maps out, and I redid it, and it was like, no, this is definitely what I'm going with. And I was like, that's what you're going with, hey? And I was like, yeah, sorry, dog. I don't know what else to tell you. And I was like, well, shit, all right, okay, fine. And this is what happened. I said, <clears throat> sorry, just getting into the zone for the scene. Hey, Google, take me to 720 Market Street. Mm. Actually, there's no address for the DeRoche Farmer's Market. <laughs> and I was like, Take me to 720 Market Street. I just looked and there's no address for the DeRoche Farmer's Market. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? <laughs> so then I closed Google Maps after trying multiple times. I typed it in myself instead of saying it with my mouth. And it was like, yeah, 720 Market Street. It's going to take you six minutes. Let's go. And I was like, okay. Here's the wild part. Then I went back to Google Maps after I was done the delivery, and I was like, take me to the DeRoche Farmer's Market. It's like, yeah, sure, it's going to take you 12 minutes. It's at 1145 Nanaimo <laughs> Street. And I was like, so there is an address. So there is an address for the DeRoche Farmer's Market. So you were just lying. I was furious. It, it's a, it's the new advertising. You have to pay a lot to get yourself to the top of the, <laughs> the Google Maps search ranking. I was so mad, Darren. <laughs> I got so upset. I was like in my car. I was like, I don't care. I don't care if there's no address for the Daroche Farmer's Market. I don't care if that's something they've been struggling with for years. God. Why does that have to happen to people? You know? Like, God, I'm just... I will say, though, on the subject of genuinely of being old and tired, I think that the computers at my job are old and tired. Because last night we closed the shop, and for the first time while we were closing the shop, I actually looked at the computer. And the computer just said, send me to a good home. <laughs> Dude, basically, not really, but the message on the screen said, processing the end of day, please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just every shift worker. Can if I that not ever happens, you right now? 
if if that ever happens again, can you take a picture for me so I can update all of my social media where every picture of me is just that? Absolutely, I can do that. I close <laughs> tonight. You. I'll try to get the fi- I'll try to get the picture. I close tonight. It's so good. Oh, I- <laughs> perfect. Oh. Oh. Oh my God. Speaking of so good, Darren, you heard any music lately that's so good? It's just like so good, so good. Oh man. Speaking of being old and dying. Um, here's a, a band about graveyards. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so this this band has an interesting thing that I will say afterwards because if you hear the the interesting thing first and then you hear the stuff about the band, you're not thinking about the band. You're just thinking about the interesting thing, okay. and it kind of colors your. Okay. So tell me, the band is the band is called Dead Man's Bones. And it's kind of like if you combined slightly off-key children's choirs, ukulele, graveyards, and a little bit of Tim Burton with some lo-fi indie music. Darren, the first time we talked about this, you did hear me say that I wanted the music to be relatable and for everyone, right? It is very relatable. I just realized we, we haven't... wants to die? Okay, so the first song I'm recommending is called In... <laughs> First, the first song I'm recommending is called "In the Room Where You Sleep." It's a very uplifting song about where you sleep at night. Okay, second song I'm recommending is called "Pup Pup Power," and then the last one is called "Paper Ships." And it is, again, it's it's morbid in the in the Tim Burton sense, as opposed to morbid in the actually horribly depressing sense but it, there's a little of both because that's how tim burton sense works right and i genuinely this band is actually worth listening to and it actually is an interesting band but it is also interesting when you listen to it just remember that the lead writer and singer is also ryan gosling what <laughs> so that that does you know that does change things just a little bit but again if i if i told you that at first all you would think is this is the ryan gosling band so that's do you understand now why i had to explain to you what the band was like and all the song recommendations first Uh uh-huh yeah no i'm there i'm right there with you bud um yeah oh that's wild so that's a just keep that in your mind while you're listening it's genuinely a good band can I just I just need to part the curtain for like a minute here. Um yeah. I heard the song titles and I was jotting them down to add them to Spotify. Okay. And I heard you say pa pa power which now that I've seen it on Spotify I'm like, "Ah, okay. It's P A P A P O W E R." I thought you said pup pup like dogs. And I was like, "Oh, okay. So just like a Tim Burton song about some like dead ass dogs. Cool. I really like it here. I'm comfortable. I'm not at all uncomfortable. That's good. The good band. Yep. <laughs> I I don't know. Words are hard. You music, right? How's your music listening what to yours this wild week? Wild fucking ride dude unreal i sometimes my language brain uh overrides a bit and goes into sleep mode and then when i try to start it back up there's some windows updates what do you want what do you um Hmm? hold on i'm just gonna i'm just gonna type in death into spotify and i think i'm gonna recommend the first thing that pops up ah death splooge is my favorite Uh, i'm gonna recommend a band that i actually had prepared um One of the the band that I recommended last week is partly the inspiration for why I'm recommending this artist and this album this week. Um, 
Corey Henry is the organ player for one of one of the organ players, I should say, for uh, Snarky Puppy. And Does he, he play a, the skin flute? Yeah, yeah, sucks a lot of dick, I guess. Uh, so Corey Henry is a really good organ because <laughs> I said organ player. Fuck me. <laughs> Sometimes I say jokes, and DJ doesn't get them, oh, but it's okay. <laughs> I just want to go. I just want to go on the record and say, like, <laughs> this is some fire garbage. <laughs> I love it. You're in my world now. I wallow in this garbage. Corey, I am the pig king of the garbage. Oh people. my god, Corey Henry has an album. It's called Gotcha Now, Doc, and I love it. It's a very good album. If you would like some specific recommendations on songs to listen to from Gotcha Now, Doc, which is what this whole segment of the show is about, is recommending specific music, so why wouldn't you want to hear it? I think you should listen to his rendition of Danny Boy, because it's Danny Boy, and there's no reason that you should not want to listen to that. You could also go listen to Seven, which is in kind of a fun time signature that revolves around Seven. So he's really good at naming things. He's very creative. And um, uh-huh. then he has a song titled after the thing that I cry out after the end of every single podcast recording that I've ever had with Darren. And the song is called What a Friend. So, <laughs> um, and sometimes I say that sarcastically and sometimes I say it endearingly. Endearing? Endearingly? Is that a, can you say that? Endearing? I know the answer. I just want to leave you to wallow. Endearingly? Endearingly? Endaringly. 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 Endaringly we trust. Endaringly we trust. Um, yeah. Darren, do we have... Uh, speaking of me trusting Darren, what a friend. Uh, do you... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow, he broke. Darren, do we have time for our sponsors this week? This week, this uh, this one's brought to you by every president that you're not thinking of when I say the word president. And also, uh, when that ha- you have like one fly in the room, when, when you're looking for it, you can't find it. But when you're not looking for it, he lands on the one light you're just casually looking at. Yes. My name's DJ. <laughs> My name is Darren. This was a mistake, and it was also friends with microphones. Show that to your uncle. What a friend! Okay, we stopping the recording there, bud. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop the recording. <laughs>